Hey people, people, I'm back and it's Saturday the 29th and um, you know things are getting back to normal but not to normal. My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. What I mean by normal but not normal because it's kind of like that interim stage where People are still in their Christmas blues. They're not going to go back to work, and some people may because they have no choice. If you're a banker or, or, or such forth, but most people are taking these two weeks to relax and wind down and do their shopping and see their people, and still got <laughs> no doubt you got body probably full of alcohol from one day to another don't drive though right because that thing stays in your system for a while you may going to sleep overnight doesn't mean that alcohol dissipates in your body it's still hanging around there so don't drink i have i don't drink much but i certainly do have a drink and certainly don't drive policy some people what that means that might sound a bit strange to you coming from a guy that claims to have a high moral standing. But some people tend to have a glass of wine or one glass of champagne and then they jump in the car and drive. I don't have that policy at all. The minute a drop of alcohol touch my lips, even if I breathe that stuff in, I'm not going to get behind the wheel because I don't know how it affects me in any way, shape or form. Anyway, let's get back to the task at hand and I hope you're... Um, you're <laughs> I'm going to make some soup today. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to it. Value your value. Look, now, valuing yourself. And I've I got to say, I do not like to be undervalued. I like to be, I know how much I'm worth. And I want to be appreciated for my value. And that, I guess, goes with most people. But over the past couple of months I've been reevaluating this in a huge way valuation of something is objective I guess yeah so what is valuable to one person is not valuable to another people want to um, sell the highest and buy the lowest I guess sell high buy low you know they're all saying that people into stocks and shares generally use and it's true I think throughout human nature we all want to we all value ourselves high. So if we're if we're selling something, we want to sell it at a high price, but we don't value anything else. We don't value other people's things. So if we're buying it, we want to buy it at the lowest cost. And that, as I said, is human nature. But stop and listen and look at that for a minute, yeah? And I don't, I try not to look at things in that way, black and white, because I want to value something that I believe is going to be worth it to me. And my children are very precious to me. So when I send them to a club or a class or whatever it may be, I want to know that I'm sending them to the best class in my field. And in your field means, can you afford to send them there? Is it the, is the price right? And that valuation is down to you. It's down to your, your standard of living. Now, somebody may have lots of money and they may want to send their child to a ball the top ballet school or the top gymnastics club or the top martial arts school that they consider is 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 a top to them but it may not be the top to you you may only be able to afford a certain standard of class and that may be the highest standard to you so it's all objective now here's the thing yeah 
I always want to be valued. I have over 35 years of experience and I'm being rather conservative when I say that. Yeah, I've got 35 years of experience of seeing children fight. I've got 35 years of experience of seeing siblings and knowing how siblings act towards each other in a class. But you know you cannot put siblings together, particularly when you're doing sparring. And 35 years of experience of victim detection, bullying detection, Years of knowing genuinely when a child is injured or not and they're crying wolf because you know that some kids play up, um, um, know some kids play up and they roll over and they pretend they're injured. But when they're genuinely injured, you've got to know, you've got to have, you got to know the difference between that and the other one. 35 years of experience of seeing, detecting a child's stubbornness. You have to be able to put yourself in a place where you can see all this going on at any given time. You know, I'm disappointed when people don't value my services. Yeah, they they expect to get my services at a pittance. Now, I give a real good service and if someone believes that they can get what I'm delivering from someone else, then by all means, please go to that person because I will not devalue myself. You know, when I go to courses, when I go to seminars and workshops to learn something, no matter what it is in my profession, my deepest fears always come to light because I believe that I always know more than the person that's going to be teaching me. I end up at this conference, this seminar, I sit down and I listen to this person, him or her, and yes, they're well read. And they can put across with distinction, knowledge and elegance the fine information that they're trying to get across to me. But it's the more deeper, finer points that I'm interested in. I'm interested in the, I'm not so much interested in the subject itself, but how it works, how I can get it across, how the hum, how it plays into the human factor. That's more important to me than going to the, to listen to the person's knowledge itself and generally they cannot get that across it's they cannot transmit to me with any conviction for instance what i want to know is let me give you an example there is not a child on earth on this planet we live on that could pull the wool over my eyes in my class yeah and they try it on for real it's a case of positioning yourself in the right part of the class where you can see everybody where your eyes your the two eyes we've got in your head can see 30 children all at the same time. Now, you've got these cunning kids that want to do things to disrupt the class. And disrupting the class in a way they consider is actually extremely dangerous. But putting yourself in the right place and seeing the thing unfold before they even know they're going to do it is quite humorous. It can be quite humorous, but at the same time, if you don't catch it, if you've got an experienced teacher, it would be very dangerous. So it's the difference between having some big fun in your class and having people complaining that their child has been injured for no good reason. If I was to be brutally and truthfully honest, then I would say a lot of these children, what they do in the class, their cunningness, reminds me much of myself. We all try it on. But the thing is that adults forget what they were like when they were um, 9, 10, 11, 12. We all try to pull the wool out. Look, seriously, yeah? A child's, I heard this a while back, I can't remember who told me, but I can't, I can't contribute the quote to anyone in particular because I can't remember. But I do like this, this phrase here. It's a child's job to disrupt 
an adult's life and it's an adult's job to put that disruption back into check and that is so true there there, there are jobs here to be had and you've got to be able you you've got to, if once you understand that then you can deal with it if you don't understand it you're going to get incredibly frustrated if you work with children knowing that this is their job to disrupt working with adults is chicken feed is child's play now reward reward you know i want to be valued the journey is my reward and it's a never quote i take from steve jobs the journey is my reward the journey should be your reward and yes i do get pleasure immense pleasure out of teaching this is why i do it and i believe this is why many school teachers do it i did beat teachers up on boxing they remember when i was talking about saving lives but in general teachers teach because they love what they're doing because it isn't well paid at all whether you're in the private or the public sector it's not paid compared to somebody who's working in the city so you have to love what you're doing in order to do this job. So the journey is our reward, but you want to be rewarded because you've got to pay your bills and you like to, you like to drive a nice car and you like to live in a house that's warm and so on and so on and so on. There's a standard of living that we all need to have. We don't want to all want to be Richard Branson and Beyonce or, or whoever famous person you know that has a whole load of money but we just want to be comfortable in between that and enjoy what we're doing and help other people on that journey along with it so enjoying the journey is a major factor and it is something that I do get from my job but I don't want to be undervalued because you know what I want to be valued for what I do. I do a great job and I just want to be valued for it. Yeah, pay me what I'm worth. Pay me what I am worth. And I'm worth I'm worth it because my teaching standard is at the highest order. And over, as I said, over 35 years of experience, you cannot buy that. So, you know, I, I just, before I finish up, I want to tell you a little story. And I have a, a friend of mine took a child to gymnastics and this is a well to do gymnastics club yeah in my in actually i'm gonna i'm gonna say the club it's toll of gymnastics school and i know the lady who runs it she's of the highest order she's a good teacher but you, you can't do it all right so she's big i and another thing i've scaled down but let me say say this first right she's a it's a big club over there in tolworth they've got their own gymnastics establishment their own building so my friend of mine took her daughter out because her daughter wasn't learning anything because the girls were just standing around talking to each other the girls that were meant to be teaching my friend's daughter now this is the thing you, you there's always something to do and i was going to say a minute ago where but i wanted to finish the whole gymnastics story here first is that i've cut my classes down to one class it allows me to consolidate and we mentioned i mentioned that back in a few days ago the previous podcast that i do consolidation now it allows me to have one class in one place and i don't spread myself thin so i'm concentrating on just that one day i'm not relying on anybody but myself if i'm not there i can shut one class down it ain't a big deal but to shut two classes down is a big deal if I have to be somewhere and I don't have a cover, then it ain't a big issue, as I said before, to close a class. This is me, and I want to be valued for what I do, and don't undervalue me. Because uh, this year, two, well, next year, I should say, um, which is coming up real soon, in a few days' time, 2019, I will not be doing anything 
out there that I don't think is worth my value. My time is important. My experience is um, cost me a lot. It cost me a lot to gain this experience in courses I've been on, seminars I've been on. I've trained with Billy Blanks, Jane Fonda, um, and many others. Uh, Derek Evans, Mr. Motivator, you must know him. Many, 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 many others over the years. I've gained this knowledge in my head. And you know what? A lot of people go on seminars, workshops to gain knowledge. I have so many ideas and these knowledge, this knowledge just comes to me in my head. It's almost like a divine intervention and I project that over to you, out to you. I want to be paid for what I'm worth, boys and girls. So remember, don't devalue yourself because I'm not going to devalue myself. What are you worth? What are you worth out there? Yeah? <laughs> Okay, we're going to wrap it up now because I want to keep this down to 15 minutes. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about peace of mind. And you, you're an aggressive person. You want to control aggression? Boy, I've had some aggression projected onto me over the past month or so. And I just want to tell you how to keep yourself calm. How I kept calm throughout all of that. And there are, it's good. tomorrow's going to be a great talk. I'll see you tomorrow. You okay with that, boys and girls? Yeah, hope I didn't get too heavy on you today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye!